This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3644, for Thursday, the 21st of July, 2022. Today's show is entitled, Pinball Machine Repair Tips. It is part of the series Hobby Electronics. It is the first show by new host Celeste, and is about 25 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is, as a first show, I introduce myself and show some repairability tips for July 15, 2022 pinball machines. Hello everyone, this is my very first episode I, I'm making and I don't know if I will have time to make other episodes, but I'm following uh, HPR from some time and I wanted to contribute back in some ways, uh, at least with one episode. Uh, we'll see if I will have enough free time to make more. And also, I need to find curious topics uh, to talk about that may be interesting for you. Uh, today's topic is about uh, pinball machine repairs. And it's not strictly um, a topic of about new tech or current days tech even, but I thought that maybe some of the in the audience, as this is Hacker Public Radio, you are hackers and you like to tinker with stuff, uh, do-it-yourself stuff and similar. So I thought that pinball machine could be interesting. Um, first of all, we will follow this path uh, a little bit or who I am, I'm not, I will not say much, but uh, just to warn you about me being Italian, uh, <laughs> then we will see some, uh, how I got the pinball machine and then some repairability tips. So first of all, as I said, I am not a native English speaker, so I hope you can understand, uh, completely what I say. And I hope I don't make uh, pronunciation mistakes all the time. Uh, one of the common pronunciation mistakes I make, uh, I, I do, which is uh, um, I end up reading English words like they were Italian words. Uh, for instance, you didn't, do you know the radar? The spinning thing in, in airports or on boats to detect other boats. Uh, well... I read it in the Italian way usually because in Italian we just copied the re- the writing of the words and we read it in the Italian way so it becomes radar. <laughs> uh and I tend to make some mistakes like that. Uh <laughs> so if you don't understand a word maybe just simply write it down letter by letter and then read it in the strange English way. <laughs> So, um, because you know, for people who don't know, in Italian, you uh, each letter has its corresponding sound and vice versa. So, you just read what it's written and you just write how you heard the word. Th- that's it. You, you have learned how to write in Italian. You, you have the skill now. Um, so, let's start. How I got a pinball machine. Some, uh, maybe a decade ago, it was, yeah, it's already a decade ago. uh, There was a shop owner, a local shop owner, who had uh, a shop where you can 
uh, find many coin ops and play them. You can find, uh, you could find the pinball machines, slot machines, and similar. And this guy was dismantling all the old machines to replace them with new ones. Uh, so he, w- he was quite happy to get rid of the old machine without without having to pay for the dismantling. Uh, so uh, me and my dad, we, we just had the the chance of uh, finding him in th- at the right time, at the right place. And he said, hey, I have this pinball machine. Do you want one? I, I want to get rid of them for free. So uh, if you pay for the transportation, you can just come here and pick it up. Wow, that's perfect. Uh, the problem is, one, pinball machines were not designed to be moved easily and they are very heavy. <laughs> so uh, bringing, he, bringing it uh, around is quite difficult. Uh, secondly, the, it had many broken parts. It almost functions. It 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 almost worked, but it had some missing parts. Uh, the rubber bands were um, all destroyed. Were very old and and stiff, not elastic anymore. And also, um, there were some patches, some uh, very badly made repairs, like. Uh, there was a broken decals, and instead of buying a new decals, th- this guy picked up a screw and screwed that into the decals, added one randomly in the <laughs> in the frame. Uh, <laughs> so uh, at least this was not so bad looking. So that screw is still there, but uh, that's shame. That's a shame where, where when you. De- destroyed the original part like that uh, okay so uh, some repairability tips I wanted to give them so first of all I was saying it was not fully, fun- fully functional and for many years uh, I tried with my dad to repair some parts but when we repair some parts uh, after that, maybe uh, some months passed and another part breaks and then another part breaks. So we never got it fully functional because as I said, it was already full of patches. So it was just easier. Uh, it was just better to replace stuff instead of trying to add another patch of the patch of the patch. Um, luckily, there are some websites where you can find uh, parts. And I will talk about this later also. So fast forward to 2020, you have COVID-19, you have lockdowns, everyone at home. And finally, we got all the free time we wanted to finally completely repair the pinball machine. And we did it. We did it. In the meantime, also the screen broke, but we repaired that. And... Wow, it works. And it's some months, almost a year now. Yeah, a year now. Uh, Almost two years, actually. Yeah, two years. And it's still working. It's perfect. Uh, So we did a good job. (laughs) Anyway, let's see some repairability tips. First of all, if you come from European Union or 
of or if you come from every state that uses the metric system uh you should probably depending on the machine you should probably uh find some imperial units ranches um Not because Imperial units are good, honestly, I, I dislike them a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> you're free to use Imperial units, just be ashamed of that. <laughs> They are not, not sensible, really. Uh, anyway, let's go back to the main topic. Uh, my pinball machine was, uh, is uh, Indiana Jones, the pinball adventure from the 90s, uh, produced by company named uh, Williams uh, I think it's based in California so everything is designed in imperial units so make sure to find uh, imperial units wrenches to be able to unscrew everything you want uh, you also need all the you need a complete set of wrenches because uh, you have some strange formats like uh, 11 out of, out of 16 inches uh five out of six inches and similar uh you have to buy the full set um second tip there are some high voltage parts so pay attention really pay attention because we are used to nowadays electronics where everything runs at five volts 3.3 volts and similar 12 at most But 90s technology in pinballs run at, at full voltage, I would say, at full voltage. <laughs> so, with, obviously, there were some parts are, are at lower voltage, like the uh, electronic parts, but all the, sc the screen also have a, has a hundred and something, I can't remember the correct number, but it was more than, than a hundred voltage. And uh, also the coils. The coils need uh, a lot of power to drive them. Um, there are some protections in my pinball. Make sure there is one protection in yours too. Which is when you open the little door where you put the coins. Uh, when you open the door, uh, the pinball disconnects the coil circuitry to protect you when you put your hand inside the machine uh, so you don't get uh, electricity in your hand but it's really better to just uh, unplug unplug the electricity before touching anything and also after you have unplugged it wait wait for seconds maybe even a minute because There are some very big condenser, which maybe are not con called condenser, I'm making a bad translation from Italian. Capacitors, yeah, capacitors. There are, very, there are some very big capacitors, which remain charged for some time. So make sure to wait for them to completely discharge before touching anything. Um, Another thing I wanted to uh, suggest you is where to find parts. There are some websites out there who still make parts on their own. Um, 
for example, the last website I bought from, it was called Ministry of Pinball, something like that. And it has quite complete uh, parts. Um, uh, pay attention to customs. If I think that shop is from Netherlands. Uh, also, it happened that one of the parts took so much time for the shipping because it was from a shop from United Kingdom and since Brexit happened, even if you are in Europe, it takes so much time to get past the customs. Uh, so keep in mind that <laughs> depending on how it goes, it may take a lot of time. Uh, they are not scamming you, it's just slow. Um, a cool a cool part about how pinball machines and 90s technology maybe in general was built is that it was easy to repair uh, also because components were very big com and easy to handle than uh, current days circuitry and electronics uh, so it's really easier to unscrew a coil and uh, swap it than it is to uh, swap a microcontroller soldered to a board <laughs> using a microscope. <laughs> That's clearly easier to swap a coil. It's clearly easier. Uh, but also, they tend to make you repair the object easily, the device easily. Uh, my pinball machine and most pinball machine have it too. They have a schematics book inside the machine. You open up the door, and inside you have the full book with all the schematics of every possible circuit in the machine, with listing every possible component, the, uh, every possible resistor, the value of each resistor, the code on the. Uh, PCB of each uh, component so you can really see what's going on and know what to swap where it is and similar also in the schematics book uh, you can find uh, a description of some uh, voltage po control point um, so you can troubleshoot uh, the board by checking the voltage in the uh, specific parts and seeing if it's corresponding to what it's written in the schematics. Um, some of these books are, are can also be found online, so if you don't have one in your machine or if you're buying a machine, uh, make sure you can find one because they are really useful. Mm, they guide you in repairing it. Um, one thing I wanted to say is that if you want to buy a machine, you have you, you found one, there are some parts you have to worry more about and some parts you have to worry less about. Uh, so you can estimate if it's a proper price or not better. One of the worst things you can find is machines that were left in humidity, in bad condition, water. Uh, you will spot them from the wood who got bent. 
and every contact probably every contact is oxidized i mean oxidization is repairable with some spray uh some spray substance but bent wood that's a problem you have you will have to swap everything and or ask someone to make a custom uh wood war, wood uh, board just for that that's not an easy stuff so th that's a problem if, if you find bent wood um some parts like a specific circuitry may be difficult to find uh the good news the good news is that many uh, boards are common between different models are the same between different models uh i can't recall if it was the coil controller uh or some other sensor parts uh let's say it was the coil controller or maybe the uh, ball loader uh, anyway parts like that are common between many devices uh for instance they put the same six ball controller the ball loader the one that keeps the ball and then loads one and you shoot it and then it keeps all the ball that uh, fall down in it uh that part uh has space for six balls but they used the same the exactly the same component for every other pinball i know <laughs> uh even pinball who only had one ball or maybe they had an, at most three balls they still used the six slot loader so why because in that way they only they only had to produce one part and in one shot they had repair parts for for everything that that's quite smart so um, as i said make sure to check that if the components who are broken are very common one like that they are easier to find you don't have to worry about that but if there are some parts like uh the rom of the board or uh, the the game controller board something very specific make sure to see if there are some repaired parts if that's broken of or if if it's oxidized or risking to broke for some reason uh after getting your machine you will probably have to uh swap every single rubber bands in the in the machine because you know rubber becomes very hard uh it did it gets uh, not elastic anymore after some time uh, so we will have to swap them luckily uh, rubber band sets are very easy to find and quite cheap so you're ready to go for that um another part which is easy enough to find not cheap but easy enough to find at least are decals decoration plastic decorations uh you can find them online somewhere uh i was checking uh, before recording this podcast for my pinball and i have still many parts um another part 
you may swap once you get your machine are lamps um, in the 90s, 90s machines you only had simple old style lamps which has okay very cool uh, very warm but they break so easily <laughs> they break so easily all the time you you repair some lamps then you play for some time and after some months you still you have to open up everything in the pinball to reach uh, two or three lamps that broke in the meantime <laughs> so one suggestions uh, one suggestions i can give you uh, is that there are retrofitting uh, parts um, where uh, the producer of the repair of the repair parts uh, made something with the same structure of the original lamps, but uh, swapping the old lamp with LEDs, and LEDs are quite more uh, bright. They some way ruin the dim experience. Uh, they're really, really bright, but at least they don't broke all the time. They don't break all the time. Mm. So uh, we swapped every lamp with uh, LED lights, and uh, I like the original look, but I would I I would not go back for any reason. They are good looking. They are a bit more modern. And they don't break. Um, some people uh, sell or swap the sound ROM. Uh, in the pinball, you had uh, already programmed uh, chips. Uh, so if you want to swap the sounds, you have to uh, swap directly the chip. I didn't do that because I fear of ruining the board uh, and also I like the original soundtrack the the, the sound the feel of that uh, of that sound um, you can find gameplay videos of of this pinball machine as I said mine is uh, Indiana Jones the pinball adventure machine and I have played either machines in uh, in public places mm, but honestly Indiana Jones the pinball adventure is one of the most fun I found it doesn't have tons and tons on, of stuff uh, later machines after that uh, went on the challenge of adding more features more features more features and then you have uh, four flippers instead of two and then you have uh, tons and tons of moving parts and then but it ends up being just messy and unplayable uh on the other end it's not as simple as previous pinballs uh i played one uh which was really really old and it was almost only chance uh so pinball like that are a good compromise between features and playability. Um, the gameplay is very, uh, very fun and 
changes over time uh, when you play. So I can suggest you, if you are buying one machine, ask the seller, ask the seller to play some matches, play a bit, half an hour, one hour with the machine. So you see if you like its gameplay or not. If it's simple enough, it's, if, it's, if it's too messy for you, if it works, if you spot any broken part, any broken sensor. So you can make a good estimate of the repair price you will have to overcome. Mm. And also you see if the price the seller is saying is unjust or is it of if it is a fair price. So I hope these tips can be useful to you and as I said I don't know if I will make another episode it depends on my free time and uh, feel free to suggest new topics. Uh, usually I spend more time doing computer stuff, programming and similar but it's a little bit different episode this than co- compared to what I do every day. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. See you maybe next time. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by honesthost.com, the internet archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.